0: Didn't we put a moratorium on 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 butt related stuff for this cold open? Well,
1: we're not using this. Technically, just
0: open. technically, just poop. Oh, oh, oh so now, farts are still on the table.
2: Now, I don't think that you're uh, being unreasonable. I think we should, but I don't think that we. <laughs> I don't think we have explicitly outlawed farts. We haven't sorboed ass
0: comedy. <laughs> 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 We can't, we can't sorbo the butt. <laughs> no, it's always going to be part of us. It's always going to be part of us. Yeah, well, oh, we, we can, can
1: outlaw that there. joke. there. <laughs> yeah, look out, liberals! I went there. <sighs> Where's your safe space now? I made a fart joke. <laughs> Trigger warning. This ass rips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. All right. Um <laughs> No, no, no,
1: hold
2: on. I'm not done.
0: Okay, keep keep riffing. By
1: <laughs> no, all means, I just no, trigger I'm just warning imagining... liberals.
2: I'm <laughs> tuning up a storm up in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, just the idea that that some conservatives <laughs> suddenly get the idea, as they as they often do, that for some reason now liberals are canceling people over farting that like suddenly now farts woke culture is not farting and then suddenly they're like dying on the hill of like just shitting their pants
2: tech brings a (laughs) meme to the senate floor adam schiff doesn't want americans to fart (laughs) i fart all the time Get a load of this cancel culture. <laughs>
0: we know liberals are farting all the time behind closed doors.
2: The deep state's just a bunch of, a bunch of people <laughs> farting in the same room. We <laughs> gotta drain the swamp. I've been draining my swamp. <laughs> It's Saturday Monday, Tuesdays, an adult podcast about children's cartoons of Rory. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. You, you all fucking know the drill here. Well, let's not, let's not beat around the proverbial bush, uh, or real bush, whichever oh, I was bush you're beating. You. Yeah. Uh, but that's your own thing, and we've asked you to stop. You know. <laughs> Just
0: constantly circle beating around a, every ta- bush I see. Just a
2: tagging, a, a tagging the shrubberies. That's It's an important part of our ecosystem. Mm, yeah. So you say. And yet I, I refuse to stop. <laughs> is I
0: will it, not.
1: Is this some kind of magical bush that's sapping your energy um, to create some kind of low energy environment?
0: No. Uh, unless you're talking to Rory, are you, are you are you referring to Rory's delivery on the intro to
2: this podcast? Is I just that, want to I make not, sure you're okay. Am I not allowed okay? to explore tone? And <laughs> Do we have to come at this thing like fucking morning radio DJs every, like every day?
0: We got to meet the people where they are, Austin. When they when yeah. they listen to our podcast, it's out of resignation or maybe. And, some... and I'm
2: tired of asking Andy to stop beating the bush. <laughs> Yeah, when I, I, I explicitly know. said let's beat around it for a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you you know what? You're so right. I've not been respecting you enough and your wishes. And yeah, least so sorry. Can do. So
2: sorry, I'm not bringing the energy Austin needs today. But I'm yeah. fucking. I've had it up to here, and and listeners, I know that that's somewhat of a visual metaphor. But let imagine his hand. Imagine <laughs> my hand is very high,
1: <laughs> <laughs> almost as high as it can go. <laughs> almost as tall
2: as this bush
0: yeah which you know it'll be a little shorter by the time i'm done with it
2: yeah well that's that's not on the table well, okay
0: maybe today <laughs> maybe to maybe to oh, make well, you I'm gonna happy get that today. bush i gonna get that bush and <laughs> you're not looking i'm gonna beat that thing senseless
2: uh Andy has been constantly pitching another podcast uh, for the show called Bush Snatchers, and we keep telling him it's not not, not what anybody's really trying to sign up for. He's obsessed with Bush Snatchers. And I keep telling
0: you, the, the very small minority of people who might think that sounds dirty are going to be completely outweighed by the people who are yearning for a bush beating.
2: Podcast. yeah who just who just know that this is about just taking all of your all everything that li- every bad hand life has dealt you out on the on the, <laughs> on the juniper's
0: outside <laughs>
2: yes yeah. Now the the plot twist that
1: nobody is mentioning right now is that they it is my they're my bushes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that really matters. They're, a bush is a bush, and it's evil no matter whose yard it's in.
1: Well, it does matter because I did pay quite a lot for the landscaping company to to really. That's what we're of telling you, Annie. We're telling the you the topiary like maybe... <laughs> landscape of my property.
2: Yeah, <laughs> these are things that we care about. It, <laughs> like, there's nice bushes out there. Yeah. Yeah, other than ones in Congress. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I just, I
0: just don't understand why anyone's upset with me and my paddle that I ruthlessly punish the junipers with. You have a bush paddle. Look, if you want to
2: go deep into the woods and have it out that way, that's fine. (laughs) But we've got yards, and it's not appropriate, right?
0: Yeah, you're property owners. That's a fun mm-hmm. bit of the fiction We're today.
1: <laughs> if you do actually, though, Andrew, if you do want to, I can pay you about $10 and you can take that paddle and work on the, the sticker bushes out back behind the, the tire swing. Um, and that would be a really great use of your time and energy.
0: Okay, well, those ones do fight back. So if you, you, may, you might need to pay me extra to cover my wounds and Uchi's u- 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 and owies.
2: Yeah, such I, a wang! You're such a wang! You you hate bushes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and at the slightest, at the slightest road bump, you bail. Well,
0: it's not fun if I get hurt.
2: <laughs> Typical Andrew. <laughs> this is why well, democracy is never going to work. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what? It does seem to work because every every week for the last few weeks, you two have voted that I'm the shit bag in the podcast, and it's really turned out pretty fun. I I don't
2: know that there's (laughs) been. You see, you think you've just established this narrative where we chose for you. To yeah, be needlessly, you know, adversarial. I've got news on. for you. It is not a global deep you state conspiracy. Be, you could be, you could just be a better person and be on the winning team, and that's allowed. <laughs> You're choosing to be a worse. <laughs> I'm going to really have to think about this.
1: Yeah, in the words of Melania Trump, be best.
0: Be best. You're so Be right. Best.
1: And uh <laughs> I don't
2: have I don't have a segue, but Skyhugs is what we watched. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're in the we're in Skyhug Town. We're deep in Skyhug territory. This is episode mm-hmm. six? six or five yeah. six.
0: This is the sixth one that we're doing. And in some hunk,
1: ways it is episode-, episode sixteen.
0: Yeah. So- episode-
2: in some ways it is episode sixteen.
0: Man. And And you know what? There's still more hunks. There's hunk depth left to plumb. No, that's
2: true. I feel like... So, something we have... This has been a missed opportunity. Maybe we can do a little bit of uh, backtracking. Okay. Uh, I think there should be a hunk of the week during Sky Hunks.
0: Mm. Mmm. Okay. I can fuck with that. Uh... Well, should we talk about it in the outro? Well, yeah, after, let's, do, after let's,
2: let's do 15. Mm. Let's do 15 hunks of the week right now. <laughs> and, and then get in. Get Just in to catch to everyone up.
1: <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be crowbar 15 times.
0: <laughs> yeah, even before we started watching Starcom, it's still crowbar.
1: Well, knowing what we know now, we can't. You can't not vote for crowbar.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he was a write-in candidate
1: on every single one.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, that's a, that. That might be a good segue. So we're gonna we're gonna start out this week talking about Starcom, uh, which is just a just a crowbar delivery vehicle. Uh, so should we dive right in?
2: Let's do it. Let's dive right in. Tramble!
1: Hey, everybody, we're back and we don't, you know, we just don't care Uh, because, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to mirror the energy that, that Rory brought to the beginning. And, and I want to share that with you. I get to explore tone a little bit too. I'm like,
0: (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm the kid and and mommy and daddy are fighting and I'm like, oh, the room just got like 10 degrees colder. Should I leave? Should I stay? You know, I feel like
2: we let you get away with quite a lot of acting on this show. And uh-huh. I tried it I tried it one time and I'm not hearing the end of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: you should have been a theater major. That's...
3: <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um okay, guys. We watched StarCom episode five. We jumped ahead a few to kind of get, you know, more I've of you had a... something else. Yeah. Uh, and here is the synopsis. This is called Fire and Ice. Scientists aboard the survey ship Houston think they've discovered intelligent life on Europa. Meanwhile, General Torvek launches an attack Starcom.
0: Whoa, fr- that's an interesting n- not sentence.
1: No, no, I'm going to read it all <laughs> as written. General Torvek launches an attack Starcom from his station, another of Jupiter's moons, Io.
0: I think you get it. You, you get know. it. You can fill in those words that are missing. Uh, We do meet General Torvec this week, who I I think it's
2: punctuation that's
0: missing. Maybe. But there's (laughs) launches
2: an attack. (laughs) Okay, so meanwhile, General Torvec launches an attack, period. Starcom, comma, from his station, comma, no. 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 there was it was close enough that I, I thought I could start with that premise, but by the end, it was clear that there's <laughs> there's missing content. I do love the confidence in which you move forward. It looked like it. It, it got me almost there. It got me ninety <laughs> percent of the way there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we did we did uh, want to jump ahead to see. I, I think I think part of this was like we wanted to jump anyway to get somewhere in the middle. But another part was that we wanted to pick an episode that had supposedly what was the like main yeah, villain was... of the show.
2: So there was that. And actually, what I liked about this one was the possibility of, um, or what I liked about this one in premise mm-hmm. uh, that that wasn't delivered, unfortunately, as mm-hmm. it wasn't in the in the in the pilot. Um, the the sort of the scientific angle was pretty interesting in the pilot, yeah. although albeit unexplored so we gave it another shot at some at some sort of like you know hunt for intelligent life yeah um and it wound up being almost not a part of the episode it's well, like window dressing on this yes, one
1: yes actually and and it's really unfortunate because this episode was i would say a far cry from the first two we watched
0: yeah this yeah.
1: was a mess and uh a real a real bummer because it was hard to follow it was set up a lot of different things and then didn't really deliver on any of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, nothing.
1: And the animation was way
0: worse. Yeah, it's all kind of uh, disappointing. And, you know... Uh, And also, so
1: hold on. Also, Crowbar's voice felt different. It felt different, right? They made him whiny. He he, he was a whiner. They heliumed (laughs) our hunk. He got flanderized even.
0: Yeah, there's a line really early on that made me like wait a minute really where they're all like the three of them are in their ships and they're all returning home from somewhere it's been a long trip or whatever and they're excited to finally get back home and there's like a uh, dialogue where it's like oh
2: you're still back there crowbar where else would i be i hate hyperspace makes me feel like i've been in a cosmic trash compactor who the fuck no, is this guy yeah Crowbar yearns for hyperspace. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he bleeds rocket
0: fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's such a. It's like they changed their mind about the trio dynamic
2: somewhere in, along the way. Well, but, it's a course correction that probably needed to be made, but they made it in the worst way possible. Uh, there is a character far hunkier than the rest. And and what they should have done is made the others cooler and not tried to make Crowbar worse.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause like Dash, extremely boring for the most part. He's right. the prototypical thick boy, boy scout leader. And then you've got Slim.
2: He's seen, scenes... he, he's your he's the the straight white man of the show to a fault.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. Dash, uh, dashes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Slim. And Slim seems like he's got maybe more of a sense of humor and kind of sassier, but like also kind of a milk toast thick boy. And then we had Crowbar and Crowbar was like kind of dumb and very big and hot and horny. Sort of, yeah, he's kind of horny, like dreamy. he had all of these these fun, these fun, uh, I don't know, differences about him. And now they've replaced all of that with Weiner, who doesn't like space travel his job
1: he's become arnold from the magic school bus all of a sudden i wish i'd stayed home today like (laughs) what are you doing here this isn't crowbar
0: (laughs) this isn't my crowbar hashtag not my crowbar (laughs)
1: you're at the crowbar i married
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and if i if i will say this here Aside from, we'll get into the plot that's dropped a little bit Will in a we? second.
2: Will we get into the plot?
0: Br- briefly, I think. <laughs> okay. What, one of the things that also really disappointed me is that we get not only a new sort of, like, villain lieutenant that we meet this week, maybe not for the first time, I don't know, maybe we met him a couple episodes ago, but we're meeting him for the first time, and then we get the big villain as well, and both of these villains Suck. are nothing. <laughs> yep. we <laughs> still absolutely nothing.
1: We still feel like we've missed, even though we started with episodes one and two, it feels like we missed five episodes before that yeah. that kind of gave us the whole deal. Like it feel it's so weird. It, it It's so apparent that we do not have any background on this villain force that keeps cropping up and they keep talking as if they have like existing motivations and reasons yeah. to do what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: we never learned it.
0: No. So the lieutenant is this general <clears throat> general Torvek, and he's a robot in the least interesting way possible. He just constantly talks about doing things logically and has a flat robot
2: affect. Yeah, and... you know what it is? They're they seem like they're going for evil for the sake of evil, which is almost which is better than what we get. Because yeah. what because they're not just mustache, truly, they're presented as having a goal that we're not aware of. Like, we're just yeah. not. It's like that they're, they're, su- they're supposed to be, if not relatable, like, understandable, but they're not. Yeah. And so they don't come off as as sort of goofy super evil, and they don't, because their motivations are so mundane. They're jerks. They're just jerks.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. The show
2: is, like, afraid
1: to commit to the villains 100%. Mm-hmm. And in some degree, I mean, I, I can appreciate the parts of the show that they just exist as an extant threat. And then the drama is all sort of within, With within Star Trek. Well, oh, that's, why, that's yeah. why I
2: said, right? Like, I'm willing to buy into evil for the sake of evil, but that's not right. what we get. No, yeah.
1: because once we have to sit through sequences of the villains talking to each other and doing stuff. Uh, they're and trying to act rationally. Kind of and,
2: right. But Yeah. But we it, don't yes, know who sense. they
1: are. We just don't know who they are, what they're doing.
0: Yeah. So here's here's a. I want to drop this scene we can just probably it's a short scene. We can drop the whole thing. Uh, what you need to know is that it opens with Emperor Dark, our main bad guy, uh, who kind of looks like a flat top Dr. Wily or something. Uh, Emperor Dark staring at what looks like a glowing computer chip and just sort of nodding to himself.
2: What's Dr. Wiley scene. from? I'm not familiar with that with that. Oh, uh, with that uh, Mega Man.
4: Hmm.
0: He kind of reminds me of like a like a Mega Man villain in a weird way. Uh, but okay. He goes like Excellent. Excellent. What do you want? Your permission to take a squadron of shadow bats into the Jovian system. Do as you wish. Lead me to my studies. And then he keeps staring at the computer chip.
2: Also, did you guys get kind of like a Starscream vibe from him where he sort of seems like he has his own plans, but he doesn't execute any of them? Yeah. It's so weird. And and Emperor Dark,
0: leave me to my studies? That's not a scary line. And we don't know what his studies are. He's just looking at something. This was not a compelling scene.
1: No. Also, the end of the episode ends with Emperor Dark quoting Voltaire.
0: Yeah. What have you to
3: say for yourself, Torbeck? I was only trying to help. Emperor Voltaire once said, "Better to have a thousand enemies than one fool on my side."
1: Which is like the most interesting thing he's ever done. But it's like, how 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 do you know Voltaire? Were you like a philosophy
0: major on Earth? (laughs) Like what what
1: what are you doing? Who are you?
0: (laughs) <laughs> and it would be different if in any way he interacted with anyone we know and care about on this show right but he's so disconnected and then we don't know his motives and then his voice acting is really mediocre and then his like like there's nothing to grab onto he's got slippery edges and mm-hmm. and he just kind of sits there in his Emperor Dark, the least interesting name on the show when you have Crowbar. <laughs> I just it's so upsetting. And then he's got this robot lieutenant who just has he's just a boring robot. Why do we do this? Why yeah. would you why are these the choices that you made with this show? It's so ah, I don't know. So, the potential wasted is frustrating. Yes.
1: So I have a little extra background, uh, because I did my thing again. Oh no. And, and this is and I'll say I'll do this usually when I have a little extra time. Um <laughs> if recording gets delayed for some reason, that isn't my fault. I'll spend that time sort of trying to be- improve the show by
0: watching more episodes. Oh, so
1: turn it around on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and then it was me too, I also delayed That's today. That's true.
1: <laughs> well, so I I tabbed through episodes three and four, and then like six and seven. Okay. Um, and it was interesting because, and this could be maybe I just didn't tap through the right spots, but I'm pretty sure the animation continues being incredible until episode four, like episode four is still really you could see the gorgeous animation on the page or on the you know on screen, and then it hits episode five and it feels like they blew all their budget on the first four episodes. It feels wow. like they suddenly had to pump the brakes quite a lot because um scenes become a lot more static the ships don't do that kind of like you know they like bob and weave and like duck and and sway and it's more like ships that are static moving across the
0: the black void of space yeah yeah like the paper dolls
1: yeah yeah like somebody's sort of moving a cut out of a ship across mm-hmm. the across yep. the sky instead of doing these like Barrel rolls and gorgeous spins and like the first the flash animation
0: twos. you did when you learned flash that one time and then stopped learning flash. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It just seems like, yeah, the frame rate pairs way back. Uh, the facial expressions become a lot more, you know, low effort. It just, it, 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 I'm almost positive something had to have happened between mm-hmm. episodes
2: four and five. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, maybe they got canceled early.
2: It can go both ways. For all we know, they got picked up for a full – I mean, we know. We know they didn't exactly. But, like, you know, maybe you're now staring down the barrel of 60 episodes instead of 10 and have to – Right, right. You know, it can go Mm – they can go any – way with these shows, it just – budget stuff goes so many different ways so quickly.
1: Yeah, But so we also – episode three, I think we meet uh, Torvek and uh oh, Okay, Torvek, so this
0: is our second encounter with the yeah, robot so, man.
1: So Torvek is programmed to be loyal to Emperor Dark, and in the meantime we see the other two lieutenants who uh the the woman who like seduced Crowbar, Yep. Yep. Uh and she has she continues her like plans of sedition to steal this like Starcom satellite weapon to right. then destroy Star- Starcom and then use it against Emperor Dark. Sure. And it's, I, I, I'm not sure if I saw exactly how that wound up, but she's not around. I don't see her around after that. Uh, uh-huh. And then it's Torvek left, who is still loyal. Because uh, he's, be yeah, he's programmed to be. Yeah, because he's programmed to be. The most mo- useful interesting, and, and, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I did see several episodes that just didn't have these guys in it at all the the shadow force there's like it, they a whole feel episode. like a token
0: gesture towards format that yeah. they didn't want to do
1: there's like a whole episode of just slim training his recruits on mar or not on mars that's a different episode but like there's like a huge variety of episodes from when i was tabbing through that that all seem to have like really different concepts and feels mm-hmm. and like uh and that seemed Interesting. But I also did this because I have a feeling that we're, we're calling it.
0: On I think we are. <laughs> I think that I think the, it's gone down to the, to the wick. Well, that's, mm-hmm. not how you, that's not how you say things. I'm not good with candles. We've burned it all the way down. And, and I think, I think this was a good, a good three episodes and we probably saw some of the best content in the show already. I
1: think so. Yeah. And, and instead of, doing the thing I normally do is plead to get another episode in <laughs> for some reason. I just, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of got my fill already. I'm I'm you, prepared for it now.
0: You do do that. Yeah. That is uh, your thing.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say goodbye to it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a shame because it, God, it looks it looks like butter until we hit episode five and then
2: Yeah, it has been the tragedy of this arc, right? These these shows that sort of kiss at potential without ever reaching it. Yeah. Little little teases. Yeah. Even uh, even even uh even Macross has been has been like not not what we got the first time around. No, though it still retains
0: a certain like entertainment value that this show, yes. for instance, has completely uh, uh, lost. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I, I don't want to leave this before. I mean, obviously, we don't really want to talk about this episode very much. I I have a couple quotes that I want to make sure we get, get uh, dropped just so people can experience them. I really enjoyed this line delivered by some rando. It's colder than a well digger's belt buckle here. Boy! It's colder than a well digger's belt buckle here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. It's colder than a well digger's belt buckle. <laughs> I mean, it made me think of Well Dipper from the Dune podcast mm-hmm. we
1: did. <laughs> and from Dune, the book.
0: No, but I've never read that, so.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. Um Yeah, so I mean, roughly though, the plot is just this like these guys think that they've found whales again they think they yes, found more whales. whales more whales i like mean the 80s were all about
0: save the whales man
1: that's true that's true they couldn't get enough of it uh yeah they think they found whales that could communicate under the ice on io
0: no no on europa uh, on thank europa.
1: You. europa but then there's it gets really muddy because our main characters are meant to be honor guard for this like uh research ship that's going to help with finding the the life on Europa but then they get detoured off to Io because there's enemy activity happening on Io and then the there's a hint of a central conflict of the episode that okay so if we have a battle if we go this battle route and do the war thing that the general wants us to do which is to build a forward base on Io and figure out what the enemy activity is going on there it will disrupt the ecosystem of Europa and maybe ruin our chance to get, you know, information about this sentient well, might, life. It
0: might even might even kill them. Might yeah. even kill the life. Right. And right. that's like that's like an interesting ghost of a premise that shows up for a hot second with these angry scientists. Right. And so much of the rest of the episode is this dogfight that happens. It's so long. The fight in space takes up the whole fucking show.
1: And it's not even really a fight. It feels like it's a bunch of threads happening. Mm -hmm. It's different cuts to uh, people magna locking each other for some reason (laughs) all the time.
0: Okay, well, that's pretty hot. So, yeah, that's true. Get off of that, you know. And
1: then and then just cuts to the to the the robots doing stuff. The the villains, it just nothing. Nothing has the the. Interest, the intrigue, the the way that stakes keep ratcheting up, like, uh,
2: and they he, don't dip into the fun well enough. No, 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 it's try, it's still trying and failing to be that show with that interesting premise, and it's 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 failing across the board. It's not mm-hmm. just failing at being interesting, but it's like it's it's trying ten things and failing in all of them.
1: Well, and we never even get to see the life. On Europa. No. We never even get to Europa.
0: No, there's no answer right. about that. And and also, I get the feeling, so the, the guy who wrote this episode is Michael Reeves. Am I correct on that? Yes, Michael yeah. Reeves. And Michael Reeves uh, betrays the fact that he's a big Star Wars nerd and would later go on to write several official Star Wars novels hmm. by shoehorning in Crowbar going,
2: I've got a bad feeling about this. Like
0: acting like this is fun, like Star Wars when in, when it's not like, it's not, I don't like it was, it was like it store so, stuck out like an extra sore thumb at that moment. I was like, is that the tone you want to be going for? You want me to think about Star Wars right now? Cause I'm not,
1: especially <laughs> because the lines before in other episodes were actually kind of funny mm-hmm. Um, and nothing was funny in this one.
0: No, there's even a line where, uh. Dash shows up to save the other two from the volcanoes of Io and he swings by and he goes,
3: Didn't anyone tell you this is a bad neighborhood for tourists?
0: So now you're uh, a <laughs> now you're like judging like this. That's like a weird energy to bring in, like, how, Oh, yeah. yeah, don't be in bad neighborhoods. Like, what? We're on a fucking space planet. Like, <laughs> this is weird. It's a weird energy to bring, Dash. Anyway. This episode was, "Oh, oh, fuck, we can't, we can't skip past this." And uh, no. this is probably this is probably not interesting to anybody but me, but the, the delivery of this was so fucking stupid. At the end, Crowbar's like talking to Dash about the, the, like him saving him, and he's like, "Oh, you cut it a bit close, huh?" And Dash responds, "Hey, have you no sense of drama? But if you heard that clip, he did not say the word drama." He said the word
2: drachma, right? Am I crazy? I, it, it, I'd it, have to go back, but yeah, there's some there's some flubby lines. Have you no sense of drachma, like the Greek <laughs> the Greek coins? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, the whole episode had such a weird rhythm pa- and pacing to it. There mm-hmm. were just long gaps of silence, long longer shots than they needed to be of you know people reacting to stuff, and it just it killed the momentum. It was it was a yeah very weirdly paced.
0: Yeah. Well, what a, what a sad way to end out on, on, uh, on Starcom, the U.S. Space Force. But, you know, we, got, we know when to leave. It's now. Yeah. We're, we're, well, we've been given a sign. <laughs>
1: yeah. But if you want to, watch the first four episodes, I guess. They're all on YouTube. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Rory. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about our exciting new sponsor today? Every week, every time. Yeah. Can you tell us about the new product, a uh, notebook paper drawing of Mandy Moore?
2: Yeah. So I have a notebook paper drawing of Mandy Moore. Uh, Well, to be specific, I have an issue with drawing notebook paper drawings of Mandy Moore. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, we've all... We were all teenagers once. Sure. We all made decisions. Mhm. And some of us aren't quitters. <laughs> and I decided in my youth to frequently and gratuitously draw notebook papers. Notebook paper drawings of many more. Now, I should say gratuitously in quantity, not quality. They're tasteful. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. But you decided your thing early. Mm, Right. Uh, My thing is I'm the guy who draws Mandy Moore every day. (laughs)
1: Right. Like the guys who got viral for doing, I could take a picture of myself every day for 10 years.
2: Well, my thinking was, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of things you can do every day and a lot of them aren't going to get you a lot of attention. Uh, You know, this one's a conversation piece. But as a result, I do happen to have a lot of pictures of Mandy Moore. And um, the the time has finally come, everybody. Uh, I not only desperately need money, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really it. And I've really only cultivated one skill and one asset. And that's my many, many drawings of Mandy Moore. Right. And, and have
1: you attempted to send any of these to Miss Moore? Uh,
2: I have not attempted to send her uh, them because they're for me. They were for me. Oh, But I... Sure. I, I The financial destitute of the situation has called for a change of plan. Uh, I have asked her, uh, again, nothing gratuitous, (laughs) certain poses, because I'm, look, thumbs are hard, um, yeah, right? And I'm just asking for her to, like, I want to, and I, you know, I've never seen, I've never seen a... uh, the under—I've uh, never seen the under of her neck, the top under the chin, top of the neck. Oh, oh so you're, you've asked her for
0: like reference, oh, more reference material. photos? Gotcha. Mm.
2: Yeah. Has she been? I should have used that word because she was not as. Ex- I see. <laughs> she was not as excited. <laughs> she, she felt that this was less professional of, a, of, a, of an inquisition. Dear
1: dear Mandy, I need to see the feet. I need to see the chin maybe some thumbs
0: please <laughs>
1: and please you know respond. since your since your handwriting is bad you did it with uh copy and with pasting notebook letters
2: uh onto uh... <laughs> newspaper letters that's what i say yeah yeah i yeah. wanted it to be legible i right <laughs> um because i skipped quite a few uh i skipped quite a few grammar lessons while i was drawing hmm mm-hmm. now the penmanship i don't wanna
0: classes. I, I, I don't want to take this too much of the mystique away. Uh, no, you please, do th- because I
2: want because this is an audio format, and I would like to sell these pictures. Because yeah, you yeah. know, I'm a millennial, and mortgage payments are high.
0: Yes. So what what's the variety? Like like surely you didn't draw the same picture of Mandy Moore every day. Like what did well, you? Well,
2: Andy, I just explained in gross detail <laughs> my lack of reference material, and and so the images are. I'm not gonna say repetitive, but mm-hmm. look, we're, uh, you're getting mostly the same. You're getting profile, you're getting right. hands in pockets, mm-hmm. feet on shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like she's wearing overalls, and then she's got her yeah. her,
1: her thumbs tucked under the overalls. I, and- I, I, I never <laughs>
2: yeah. I never learned how dresses flow, so it's just pants. Got it. Uh, which is fine. Mandy Moore's a pants lady, and like you know, yeah. But yeah, you're getting you're getting one of a select of a select few poses. Is this
0: like an like an NFT style thing where you can't choose? You get a randomly generated drawing, or do people are you do you have like a website? Are people going to get to choose their Mandy?
2: Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it. So uh, you've entered the ad within the ad, uh, secret double ad. Choose your Mandy. (laughs) Choose your Mandy. No, I do have NFTs for sale. Okay, great. Uh, Oh, my. uh, Their notebook paper drawings of Mandy Moore, the NFT, the NFT (laughs) images. are uh, a much worse deal but they're NFTs so I think yeah. we all know they can only we appreciate <laughs>
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well fuck
0: I want, I, want at, I want at least seven of the drawings and put me down for your that's your, gonna really
2: help baby out yeah mm-hmm.
0: absolutely and I want I want your nastiest NFT just you know like now, it's, it's
2: mm-hmm I know I know where the mind strays when they picture a person who draws notebook paper pi- pictures of Mandy Moore every day I know I know what that sounds like I, I've never seen what goes on you know pretty much below the neck on Mandy Moore if there's a film out there I haven't seen it I've only seen her face you're mostly getting fully clothed shoes on hands in pocket drawings yeah. Well, uh, we're happy
1: to help somebody in need. And please, if you can buy some of his many, many pictures and many more, uh,
2: you should do so. Please do.
0: Hello everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's KSMT, your morning radio about cartoons and all those fun moving pictures. How's that energy? Do you like that, Austin? I
1: actually love
2: it. Are you really into that? Yeah, okay. can you keep it up? Uh no. Uh no, but I would like to hear you do the entire uh synopsis with that voice. I think, <laughs> oh, that's, Christ. I think that's I think that's manageable. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let, let me, me get a few
1: sound effects too in the background. Let uh, me chug leather.
0: a let me chug a a, a Red Bull or something. Get quick. some
1: horn honka honkas.
0: And it's Robotech episode 22. It's called Battle Him. You know what I'm talking about, ladies. Here's the synopsis.
1: No, yeah, it's Battle Her.
0: <laughs> no, the, she battles him. Oh. You see what I'm doing here? Yeah. Chiron personally leads another attack on the SDF 1, while Britai, Exodor, and Dolza. I don't know, that was somewhere between a, a honk honk and a, and a donkey sound. They discuss their next action against the humans. However, Rico, Conda, and Bronze, retelling of their experiences aboard the ship, encourages their fellows and trotty soldiers to defect.
1: Okay, you can officially
0: stop here. No, I'm loving it. Fart sounds. Insert fart sounds. Uh,. No, 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 I'll switch to a different radio. The SDF-1 tries a Daedalus maneuver on Britai's flagship, where the Zentradi break through the destroyed force to enter the SDF-1 and wreak havoc. Yet, through all the fighting and confusion, Minmay still manages to sing. Here, let me, take off the, let me take this off and get right into the mic. Still manages to sing for the bewildered citizens of Macross City, giving them a small ray of hope in their darkest hour with Some smooth jazz. I'm Ira Glass, and this no, 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 is... not
2: quite this, this. This is NPR for sure, but Ira Glass <laughs> is not the like I shit. know,
0: I know, I yet, know, I don't know anyone else's fighting, name.
2: <laughs> yeah, yet through all the fighting and confusion, Min May still manages to sing for the bewildered citizens of, and I, it's not really, I'm not hitting Ira Glass either. It's w- w- within the context of. Reading this thing as it's written, it's hard to get into into glass. Okay,
0: do do any of us have an Ira Glass? Does,
2: does anyone of. have an Ira Glass? I oh, don't.
0: Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yet through all the fighting and confusion, Minmay still manages to sing for uh, uh, the, the bewildered citizens of Macross City tonight here on This American Life. I'm Ira Glass. And,
2: uh... Act one, giving them Act, a yeah. small <laughs> ray of hope.
0: Act one, a small ray of hope.
2: <laughs> it's pretty good, that's pretty fucking good I've never tried to do one it's, it's okay, it's okay. It's, it, the cadence is more important than the voice but you got, yeah. you got really close with that voice thank you, thank you <laughs> uh, hey, this is
0: Robotech we watched another one it's, it's an action-y one, kinda but it has, it has some important Zentradi uh, temperature shifting I guess, that I think is kind of fascinating too Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, 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 This is a big alert, everybody. I want everybody to know, May has a second song. <laughs> and the yeah. show wants you to
0: know it. Yes, she does have a second song. They there's... were
1: finally backed into a corner where there's an entire <laughs> plot arc in this episode about May having at least two songs. <laughs> and they finally could not get away with one song any yeah. longer
0: yeah Um, and actually there's a a funny bit of dialogue so we see a bunch of the Zentradi sort of like still reeling from exposure to to culture and the the movie the, the Kung Fu movie and all the artifacts that the perverts brought back and we see these other soldiers talking to them and one of them's like
2: oh this singing really makes me feel funny just wait until you hear the next song you mean there's more than
0: one I'm like, nope.
1: <laughs> there was not
3: before. But now there is.
0: Uh and this one what's this one called? It's uh uh it's To Be a in Love.
1: Down tempo
0: Yeah uh love song. It's not a good song. It has some pretty no. bad lyrics, uh, but it's definitely not my time to be a star, which I very much appreciate.
1: <laughs> Stage lights. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh I guess I, I the part that the part of this episode that I find the most interesting is while we don't really see a lot of struggle about it, I like how quickly exposure to any other worldview has made all of these soldiers like oh, well, fuck everything we do. We want to defect yep. now.
1: It's, it's <laughs> just how absolutely tenuous and fragile their whole shit was mm-hmm. <laughs> to, for it to be completely undone. By a know, song. Generations of programming and uh, you know cultural programming, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. To just be completely undone by the existence of music.
0: Yeah. I mean, kind of real though, right? I yeah, mean, if you have no, a culture I- without it. The conversation
1: like, they have is so funny where it's just like, Come on, you guys wanna defect too, right? Hey, we need to become Micronians. Hey, hey Jeff, you're the guy who can turn people to Micronians. You wanna you wanna do it too, right?
0: Oh, I don't know. Come I'll on, I'll give Jeff. you this picture and this singing doll if you do. Oh it. fuck, I
1: don't know. Oh no, you want to sing songs too, bud, right? Yeah
0: shit. <laughs> There's a line that I really love. Someone goes, oh, yeah. Well, then then count count me in two because I want all those nice things I never had before. Yeah, Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're all so funny and dumb. Yeah. Cute and dumb. I love them. Bless them. Bless their hearts. You know,
2: I have mixed feelings on it. I... I like that they are sort of smitten by Earth culture. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of painting them as this sort of dystopian equilibrium world without without art, rather than, like, being aliens who just don't do what we do. hmm It's a little less fun that they're all, like, dying for music. I like the idea yeah. that they're, like, that they weren't into music.
0: Yeah. Because they're aliens and they just guess, don't do what we do. I, I guess I understand that. I mean, it, it would sort of fly in the face of what I think this show's like thesis statement wants to be, which is that culture is dope and war sucks. And um, and culture,
1: yeah, the, the idea of creating culture without art. Right.
2: And I'm down with them learning yeah. to love it, but they just—they're right. a little—they're so on board a little early. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I do think true. it robs
0: us of something with how quickly they're like, "Oh, well, fuck this." Oh, we've right.
2: had this the whole time. That's way better
1: because it's—it's <laughs> it's hard to imagine that you have this whole culture that exists, this civilization that exists, and nobody ever like wanged on a you
2: know on a pipe in a weird way. Exactly. They never accidentally came up with it if they love it this much. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's true. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Blow on that glass
2: bottle again.
1: <laughs>
2: Bobby, <laughs> that's the jug I keep stuff in. Hey, hey, Exidor! I found that new sound you're looking for. <laughs>
3: get a load of this. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm
1: coming. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so- I, g- I get that
0: yeah it's a it's a legitimate complaint finally Rory has a legitimate complaint <laughs> <laughs> you dog <laughs> no You're i was just i was dog. i felt You're i felt weird dog. about the way i the way i said that as if your other complaints aren't legitimate um
1: well i'll say
0: it <laughs> oh uh yeah so so we've got that plot going on they' they're it's actually kind of fun they uh they don't they don't want to tell anybody, obviously, because they're defecting, and so their their master plan is that. Are during they the next for attack, real
2: defecting? I got the impression they were just like, "Music's dope. We could think about this." I didn't no, know that they're. That, yeah, no, they go,
1: they go forward, they go through with it.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, at the very least, the perverts do. We are hoping that others are going along with them, but yeah, um, sure. But they definitely go and. Uh, They've already micronized, right? So we see them in the cockpit of one of their ships where usually it fits one of them nicely large sized. And instead, it's like the four of them or the three of them or whatever, like micronized. And one has to like use the giant handles and one's like going to be on the pedal. And it's a real
1: Stuart it's Little kind of situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty funny. And they're going to. uh, They know that there's going to be another attack and they're like, we're just going to sneak on board the ship when we get there and we're not gonna fight and we're gonna go protect a (laughs) bid (laughs) May.
1: Well, you know, it's it's actually it's funny. I thought the funny moment you were gonna reference is they're they're talking about defecting and that nobody knows their plan. And then it cuts away to the Zentradi like leadership, two guys being like several of the guys want (laughs) to defect.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that I remember. But I that's why I guess maybe that was where I got confused because they were like Talking about the defection as as if it was early stages at the at the high level. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I guess they I just think, aren't aware how how, how far advanced yes, the defection exactly. has come, is along. Yeah,
0: yeah. Chiron, Chiron, and his like lieutenant or whatever talk about it, and Chiron's like, "What, really?" He's like, "Yeah, there's like a lot of soldiers sort of thinking about leaving." They it's really like crazy. music.
2: <laughs> Isn't that what they but, say? Don't they say? Don't they bring it up? Like, yeah. I guess there's. I guess music's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: So this is what they call singing, huh? I think I like
0: it. Yeah. So they've got that plot going on, and uh, and then and then Brita and Exidor, uh, re- leading the fleet, they have a funny conversation because they're like, "Oh, well, we have a perfect idea on how we can like really fuck up the enemy ship. Every time we've fought them for the last like." ever they've always done their secret maneuver the daedalus maneuver
1: it's not secret at this point it's, so they're gonna do you know, it again unknown maneuver now
0: <laughs> so when they do it again because they for sure are gonna and they open up the door to their ship we'll just send guys in there and they'll be in there and it's gonna be great and it during is, the fight yeah. they do it and they get guys in there
2: i like acknowledging <laughs> the reality of of uh of it but also, it, I, I, so I like it in this moment, and I guess it's paid off because my complaint about the Daedalus maneuver is exactly that. Like, it's it's lost all of meaning. If anyone's forgotten what the dataless maneuver is, is
0: listening, they've essentially got, like, a hangar bay for an arm on this giant mech ship, and they punch with it inside a ship, and then they open the hangar and a bunch of fighters come out inside the enemy ship. Which is like, yeah, it's a double-edged sword because now you've got an open hangar that they could walk in if they wanted. and I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. but yeah, they're planning on it now, so they like move all of their ground troops or their. their I their guess whatever. I guess my
2: question is, does this does this twist to pay off how long how long it's been kind of a uh it's been boring, but they've been playing it like it's not boring.,
4: mhm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I don't you know, know. In in uh in Battlestar Galactica at some point they realized that like the constant existential threat of the Cylons was important, but watching every fight wasn't.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it does feel a little bit like they're marking time by just making like every episode or every other episode have another fight where it's like a little bit diluting the, the importance or the, the stakes. That being yeah. said, they've tried to offset it by killing Roy and then killing Ben. And
2: Well, so it's, it, like, it's true. Yeah.
1: It's also been weird because they've been really sporadic Zentradi attacks. It's just been like one time.
2: Yeah, they don't know, make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Chiron just decides to go in with like six guys. And it's like, why mm-hmm. would you do that? And they're like, I don't care. I'm Because I'm mad. Because I'm mad. Because I am Chiron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Chiron.
2: <laughs> and they haven't established it as this sort of like we're gonna wear them down, right and, right, and just keep exactly. coming it it seems like every fight is supposed to feel uh if not important to the plot, important to the uh high level strategy of the characters acting mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I we're losing it we're losing I agree. that thread, yeah,
1: a bit, especially when like. I don't know. We're really trying to get the scope of how, uh, you know, how, how, how compressed, how, how um, I'm losing the words for it. Like, this is a resources game at this point, right? It's like a war. It may be a war of attrition with the SDF one.
0: Well, especially since they were told to leave Earth. And so now they've got whatever
2: supplies they've got and they're.
1: Right, yeah. and they're down pilots, you know they've lost their star a
2: couple. that's how of their... it should feel it's yeah. that 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 aspect of it is not played up at all
0: no yeah and yeah i I agree they 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 are dropping that ball it's a fun, little bit. it's
2: fun cartoon nonsense mm-hmm. uh for the viewer at the expense of the story right now, and they uh, they have pulled this twist to bring it back a little bit, but I don't know that they've fully uh redeemed how hard they've leaned into nonsense for a while
1: yeah well there may be some some permanent consequences here for this for this movie at this point
2: right now for me as the viewer that's where i'm at
1: yeah right because this episode ends on a cliffhanger because yeah uh we have this you know the guys got in as as andy explained uh they got guys in there but that might be good well the well it may be but uh, for a fair amount of the zentradi that invade the ship they're really doing some damage. Yeah. Like like it, it looks apocalyptic in the, the sort of downtown Macross yep. uh city here. It is it's bad. It it looks bad. Like buildings are gone.
0: It, Which it,
2: I would like to feel the weight of, but we do that every time the ship turns into a man.
0: Yes. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we do right. it to ourselves.
2: Yeah, so yeah. I again, I I'm not I'm just not sure of the stakes at the moment within the context mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, right, right. So,
0: OK, so outside of the battle, um, which we have basically covered, they get guys in there and there's some, you know, there's a little bit extra that we'll talk about at the end. There is some Minmay stuff going on. And Kyle, it seems as though. I don't know. It's been it's laying on real thick this episode. Is there any doubt in your minds at this point that Lynn Kyle is just fucking in love with his cousin?
2: Oh he's no, there's trying, no doubt. He, well, well, there is a little bit of doubt because he I, appears right. he appears to be some kind of sex ghost who can invade your mind <laughs> and, <laughs> and do and do all the horrible things you want done. <laughs> Yeah, he, and got, I his, he so got his magic on Lisa. Yeah, so I don't know if how much how much Minmay at this point is responsible for her <laughs> cousin she's, love she's because I'm
0: thrall from a fucking fuck yeah, lich
2: because I think this dick ghoul has gotten in
1: this pacifist sex vampire. <laughs> It yeah,
2: cast his spell. I, yeah, <laughs> because he does appear to have magical sort of sex energy.
1: Well, it's really weird because, uh, oh, let me just my note I have written down here is Lynn Kyle has creepy thoughts, Lisa has Lynn Kyle thoughts. Yeah, uh, um. because. I I just, uh, after what we went through, a really great episode with Lisa and Rick
0: falling for each other. And we like rewound it.
2: Have they rewound it or is he a a sex witch? (laughs) (laughs) I think we've got plenty of evidence to suggest (laughs) he's a a fornication warlock, (laughs) that what he's selling is not on the market.
1: Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's poon a weird situation.
0: The <laughs> creature from the black poon. I couldn't try. I couldn't. I couldn't land it. I'm. I'm. I don't. This. You've used all the fun words already. <laughs> um. Okay. The interesting thing, I guess, with this that was very unintentionally funny to me is that. Minmay keeps trying to give this concert where she's debuted her new song finally her second song and the attack happens in the middle of this concert and the whole audience rightfully so freaks out and is trying to leave and be anywhere but here with a group of people and Lynn Kyle is like no wait we have to calm them down Minmay sing Minmay
3: you've got to keep singing so they won't panic give me that Hey, everybody, we're going to continue the concert, so please take your seats. There's no need to panic, so on with the show. Please calm down and return to your seats. Minmei's going to continue to sing for you. Now, listen to me, Minmei. You've got to keep
2: singing, and sing in your strongest voice.
3: Sing, but
2: I. Now, be courageous and sing. Sing for them. And all the people turn and they're
0: like, "Oh, I guess the concert's still going, and the band starts playing again.
2: The other evidence I have for him being some sort of orgasm sorcerer <laughs> is that <laughs> it is ter- he, 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 he 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 tends to min this in this tender way, and then we cut to her or we cut to his perspective, I guess, and to, and there's this sort of awful ghost. That has replaced her face. <laughs> yeah, oh, where her eyes like, disappeared. Yeah, her her eye, eyes yeah.
3: disappeared.
2: <laughs> he sucked her soul out. So I do believe Lynn Kyle is uh, eating. People's is a horny souls. hypnotist. Is some sort of horny Dracula who's coming <laughs> for your coming for your personality. <laughs> some sort
1: of pelvis magister. <laughs>
0: um. Now, okay, no, no, no. okay. this is this is the funniest part. If it makes sense, okay, sure, we're trying to calm down the audience and they come back and maybe they're a little less worried about the, you know, the war happening in their house. Well, because she keeps the the, the songs going when the actual fucking Zentradi like mechs show up and bust down this concert venue and they're standing there and the flames are are going everywhere. Min, and Lin yeah. Kyle and Minme stand on stage and he keeps like he's just like, No, Min May. Keep singing, <laughs> Keep singing,
2: Minme. Keep, Min keep May. as many people in close proximity as possible. <laughs> because it fuels me.
1: <laughs> Please do not get in the Titanic lifeboats. Keep playing your your violin. <laughs> whatever you do. It's good for morale.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, as, as some kind of horny mummy who feeds on your <laughs> death energy. <laughs> I <yeah. laughs> this is doing a lot for Lynn Kyle. Well, okay.
1: Did anybody else catch this? And I know it's not really intentional because it can't be because the the I, my time to be a star. Is all unique oh, to
0: English. But are you are you are you envisioning stage light crashing well on top of Lynn Kyle? <laughs> <laughs>
1: a little, a little bit, because because uh, one of the stage lights gets hit, and Lynn Kyle gets a very smashing feeling on his head
0: uh, yeah. by
1: the stage light um and i thought he died but i, I did don't... too
0: and then he stands up and he's fine because he's an immortal <laughs> immortal. <laughs> he's an immortal
1: fuck goblin yeah <laughs> yeah uh but it, it it is extremely funny to think about the either coincidence or weird seated uh payoff of stage lights flashing the feeling smashing yeah. to then have
2: a stage light you do know what's some interesting smashing. I, i'm curious if they if they have the foresight to kill off Link kyle because The amount of chaos he's caused in such a short time, Mm -hmm. I would love to I would love to feel that without having to like him as a character being around is constant suffering. Yeah. Uh But I I would love the ramifications of the chaos he sowed to be long lasting. And I think he's a great character to kill off in a a potentially meaningful way.
1: Well, you got to kill off the pacifist, right?
0: Mm.
2: That's the only (laughs) thing
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I guess what else, what else even happens? I guess there's a brief moment where we see Miria again and she totally clocks Max's mech and is like, that's definitely my hunk. Um, yeah, yeah, so more on, more on six. that in the coming weeks. Um, but like what's going on with Rick? Like Rick can't yeah. do much this week.
1: No. So Rick has a little bit of a existential crisis this episode. Um, but a very small one. He's just not sure what he's doing is apparently again not thinking about lisa at all because they seem to have completely rewound any of that stuff uh and he he's like thinking about war he's thinking about death and losing his purpose after losing all of his friends and he just thinks like why am i doing this oh minmei i'm doing this for minmei and and kind of by proxy the innocent people mm-hmm. aboard the ship but mostly min May, uh by name and yep. so we kind of just see him in different scenes he's out flying and then is thinking about min May. he finds out there's guys inside inside the ship there's guys in there and <laughs> he goes after them b- to save min May and, and is going after the concert hall to protect min May. and he's still on his way as the credits roll
0: yeah basically yeah, it's interesting. We do really kind of focus more on everyone else. Um, even Claudia gets a moment to like mourn Roy, and that's in probably right. more screen time than Rick gets.
2: Yeah, which actually, I I like. It was fun in theory. I I like that. Some you know again. I I'm kind of pulling back to the Battlestar Galactica thing. Where like mm-hmm. I like that sometimes we don't need to stay with Rick. Like it's a you know a one yeah. a one man shown in anime. It's like. Sometimes he goes out into battle and it's not about him. And I, I, so I, I I like that. But it, it did feel it did feel like in this episode a little a little lacking in, in what's going on with Rick.
0: Yeah. Yep. And you know and and at what cost we we have to spend more time with Lynn Kyle. Right. The this <laughs> occult... the, the,
2: the the tantric wizard. Yeah. The, <laughs> the fuck romancer. Um, oh, I like that. Ooh, the Nethermancer. <laughs>
1: Can we just clip drop his really weird possessive thoughts of Minmay, where he's just like, She's wonderful. I'm so proud
3: of her. I just knew she could do it. You look beautiful, Minmay. Absolutely
2: beautiful. Minmay's so much stronger than I ever thought possible. I'm so very proud of her. I told you, he's a dark, he's a dark wizard. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's such a... Like I guess we've never been inside his head
2: before. No, he's never come off as like supernaturally sexual until now, and well, now and- it has sort of really overridden all my thoughts about him. And I thought that this was gonna be like my particular hot take, but everybody got there about yeah. how fucking <laughs> uh, how creepy he is and how scarily sexual he he has sort of invaded the thoughts. Like like poor Lisa can't can't just she can't do, do, her, her, she job. Can't do her job
1: <laughs> because she for some reason is thinking about lynn kyle again
2: and at first it seemed like that was because he was he was reminiscent of her dead fiance but now it appears it's because of uh, some sort of fell you know fell spell he's cast up on her <laughs> <laughs> It's the only explanation. And that is why he is my hunk of the week. (laughs) I, 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 you know, this sort of, yeah, this. uh, I think it's been said. I think Austin, I think Austin claimed it originally as a sex vampire. He's an absolute (laughs) sex vampire. Yeah. He is, he is, he is taking without remorse. (laughs) And, Yeah, just it's he needs to die. He save some for Rick. Save some for Rick. Uh, I mean that's this week. That's this episode. Especially after Dirty My Boy Crowbar got done, he can't (laughs) be the hunk of the week. He was he was sabotaged. Yeah, uh, from a slam dunk to a to a damn slunk. Oh, there we go. He's a damn slunk. (laughs) Lynn Kyle. The absolute semen demon. (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it is. Let's go to outro. (laughs) Well, that was... That was episode 16 of Skyhunks. Episode 6 or, you know, whatever. Numbers are meaningless. Everyone... uh... I don't know. Oh! 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 Time oh! Is, oh! Time oh! Is nothing! Oh no! Guess what? Guess what? Oh dear, what? We oh, dear we, no!
0: We can't fucking end this episode yet because we have to ruin some celebrity's whole day. It's mm. time for the Sorbo of the week. Disappointed! Oh.
1: Disappointed! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I like this segment. Um, who do we got? Who do we have today, boys?
1: Mm, well. You know when you the listener hears this again we are we are behind a few weeks, but there is there is hot fresh news for us today that we are responding to mm. uh in the way the best way we can, and that's that's billionaire shithead and uh crypto <laughs> dunk lord uh elon Elon musk uh, yeah
0: <laughs> who bought Twitter, yeah. What we a fucking it. what a fucking tantrum maneuver. I just I just can't. I, I he's all he's always been like king incel, but now yeah. he just like he, he's so upset that he can't have his way on the on the platform of his choice that he buys it. What a what a piece of shit. Yeah. And also oh, that's not even to mention all the other things we could sorbo him for, like his weird tweets about COVID and shit like this fucker. This piece his, of shit. His, his weird kid names. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Just as bad, Austin. Just
1: as bad. Yeah. Forty-five <laughs> he spent forty-five billion dollars to own Twitter so that people would few fewer people would make fun of him. Uh, <laughs> How
3: much you know, money I think, do I have to spend? <laughs>
1: I think somebody said to end homeless in America would cost about $25 billion. So just you know, just for the record, know that. Yeah. Uh, yes.
2: Now, to be fair, that's 25 real billion dollars. And what what billionaires spend is pretend imaginary money. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's. Ugh, God. Well, it's, you know, it's not pretend
1: imaginary. You're banning from this podcast. You know, <laughs> must. You're Sorbo. Yeah.
0: You're out of here. You can't listen. God, I bet he'd be friends with Sorbo. I bet they'd hang. Oh, absolutely. Fucker. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, why uh, don't
1: you invent uh a new podcast to listen to?
2: <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you later,
1: sorbo. <laughs> yeah, and and also before we go, uh
0: we uh we got rid of a show. We did, we we sorboed a show today, too. Um Well,
1: Starcom can still listen. they just they're just not gonna watch them again.
0: Yeah. It's it was time we got what we needed out of Starcom, and we enjoyed the time we had with uh, with Crowbar before he was changed forever for the worse.
2: Before yeah. they took him from us,
0: yeah. They
1: took so we him. Did, we we did we did three of uh, Exo Squad, we did three of Starcom. Uh, what's next? Do we just need to double up on Robotech.
0: Yeah, I think we might have room for one little quickie peek at a real just some other nasty sky hunk if we just do one week we might do it but otherwise i think we just finish out our current little uh you know find a stopping point with robotech and move on to some other type of arc
2: yeah yeah there's there's hunks there's hunks in uh in all all biomes (laughs) (laughs) there's hunks at every elevation
0: (laughs)
1: 2024 get ready for sea hunks and land hunks (laughs)
0: See hunks. I believe just a funny way to hunks. say chunks. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, ground hunks day.
0: <laughs> Every
1: February.
0: Did you say February? <laughs> Every February. You overcompensating? I don't know where that R is, but I'm gonna put it in a couple places. <laughs> they can't catch me again. <laughs> we'll see
1: you next Tuesday. <laughs>